welcome back to the Flix Forum Podcast with Jesse and MJ. Each episode, we go back and look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This is our 14th day of Podmas. We are killing December with an episode every day in the lead up to Christmas. Today, Netflix 62nd film. It's the 2018 dance comedy film, Stepsisters, directed by Charles Stone III, Megalyn Eichenwoke, Lyndon Smith, Eden Scher, Mark Richardson, Matt McGorry, and Naturi Norton. You just named all the cast, but you didn't say starring. You said directed by Charles Stone III. And then I just so said... So there's about nine directors in this film. Well, they said. did a, a mish, mish, mishmash of a film. They, that's that's who stars. Yeah. So, <laughs> I missed that word. You were so focused on focused. getting her surname yeah. right. I jumped I jumped ahead to be like, how do I pronounce this? It is a rough surname. You did Problems. well. How are you, mate? Good. How are you? I'm well. Good day? I'm very well. Yeah, good day. Sun's good. shining. It's nearly Christmas. It's just beautiful outside. The Flix Forum gift to our fans for Christmas this year is an episode every day for December, and we are delivering in spades. been keeping an eye out in our episodes too to see if there's been any Christmas references. Yeah. And I've, I've been struggling That's to right. make we had any... we a bet. We did have a bet. I've been struggling to make any connections. That's true. So this will be the third episode since we made that bet. You, you're looking the good so far. Not bad. And we've still got plenty to go. We do. But today we are looking at Stepsisters. Stepsisters. So we kick off our show with the Fast Flicks where we do a quick summary of the film. MJ, give us your summary. All right. So you take a dollop of Bring It On and a pinch of Pitch Perfect. And you've got the premise for Stepsisters. All around the competitive world of step dancing in the college sorority setting. Although they may have left it in the oven a little bit too long. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> say anything. Yeah, I don't know what to say. You scared at me. Yeah, sorry. That was an awkward stare. I just wanted to look into your eyes. <laughs> just to see, trying to predict what you, where you're going to go with this one. Uh, I, I've said, a black girl needs to teach white girls how to step so she can get a recommendation to college. If you have no con- context around like the world of step dancing and you say a black girl needs to teach white girls how to step... You're like, what the hell is this movie about? True. Step. So when you bump into your mates at the pub and they're like, Oi, stepsisters, what's it about? That's what you say? Yep. Alright, cool. You wouldn't say, take a dollop of Bring It On and a pinch of Pitch Perfect. You wouldn't go down that route? Nah, because they'd probably be like, I'm not going to watch it anyway. So at least give them, <laughs> give them, give them some sort of... Oh, uh, no, yeah. Yeah, you're talking about a particular type of mate that won't watch it. There might be someone. True. Alright, well, what do we know about this film? Stepsisters, 2018. What, what's some info that we, we've found about it? Yeah, well, so... This film did a little bit of a runaround from production perspective. So it was basically cast back in May 2016. Yep. Um, and Broad Green Pictures was their production company that um, had planned for a late May theatrical release. Um, 2017. Sorry, late Mar- March. March 2017. March 31, 2017 was when it was supposed to release. But in August in 2016... They basically said they were shutting their production division um, and about 50 of their development projects were just kicked back to the filmmakers to be set up somewhere else. So um, that's kind of when the negotiations started with Netflix and there was a bit of a bidding war between a whole bunch of um, production studios for the distribution rights. Um, And the film initially was titled Ain't No Half Steppin'. And then sure was ain't no half stepping. And then eventually it was picked up by Netflix. Um, and they basically launched it in January 2018. Um, they struck a deal, and that was that. Yeah, and so the the tagline for this film was "Stomp it like it's hot." Mm. Ugh. What a tagline for a film. Doesn't that just want to entice you? Like, let's stomp it like it's hot. <laughs> well, it's kind of bang on with what the film's trying to say. It did have a $10 million budget. Because obviously this was going to have a theatrical yep. release, it was obviously produced in that world where the budgets are disclosed. Yep. So, $10 million budget. What are some films? Give so me some films that are similar. this is bang in the heating zone for horror films. <laughs> okay. So, this $10 million budget is what you get for, a, you know, not a bad horror film. So, we've got Halloween. The 2018 version of Halloween was $10 million. Yep. The, the most recent version of The Grudge, which I think is like 2004 when I say most recent. Sure. Don't Breathe which is not a bad movie. Saw 3, Saw 4, uh, more recently Hereditary, yeah. all $10 million. $10 million. Mm. Some of the better dramatic films, Goodwill Hunting was done on $10 oh, wow. million. Long time ago. Yeah. Uh, a couple of years ago, Love, Simon. 
Yeah, I saw the last one. Yeah, very good film. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, the Mighty Ducks was $10 million. The original Mighty Ducks. And well, would you Champions? believe it? Champions, is, as it's called. Or... Renamed to the Mighty ah. Ducks. It was initially called it's Champions. It's called Champions, yeah. Sorry. And would you believe that Bring It On was $10 million? Okay. So they, they good context really there. copied that. Very good context. Yeah. I, I struggled to find much more about this film. What have you got? Uh, just there was a bit of... Uh, there's a little bit of a Twitter storm when they dropped the trailer for this film. Right. Uh, so I think they dropped the trailer on Netflix like two weeks before, and there was a bit of there was some accusations of this film being a little bit regressive, and um, in that it sort of made this the black protagonist the help. And Just so, from yeah, looking at the, the trailer, trailer yeah, yeah, and supposedly encouraging this cultural appropriation. Uh, so it copped a lot of whack online um, before it had even been seen. So the director and the, the writers sort of came out and said, look, you need to actually see the film before yeah. you make comment. Um, and I, I sort of picked up, so, you know, when you, you jump online and you, you Google search a, the film and down the right-hand side, this one had a couple of like Google reviews. Right. So there's this, um, this person, I won't give their surname, but um, I think her name's Valine. Right. So this was from February 2019. Yep. And these are her comments, comments on the film. She said, I think it was a great movie. It was a great way to learn step and a way to work with other people. Um, it's fun, it's interesting, and it's funny, which is why this is one of the best movies I've ever seen and I would spend time just to watch it again. So just a bit of a, a context on what comes up when you search this. In fairness, Valine hasn't made too many incorrect calls there. It certainly is about teamwork. Mm. And not that I looked that closely because it's not something that I'm that interested in, but I reckon it would definitely help you learn step. Yeah, there's there's a few words in there that I struggled with. Yeah, like the, words grammatically such, it doesn't. Oh, grammatically and just words such as fun and interesting. I, th- I thought that were a little, <laughs> little bit, little, little bit, um, little bit off-putting, but yeah, sure. I I saw a review on IMDb, and they have the worst reviews on, <laughs> or like the ones that are on the page. Yeah, and it, I, I didn't read the review, but the headline was. Um, like, was this a bad movie? Definitely not. I uh, know. Was this a good movie? No. Was it a bad movie? Definitely not. And that was like that was the headline. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Uh, well, so this this came out January 2018, Netflix. Yeah. Filmed in Atlanta, Georgia. Consensus. What have you got? I'm intrigued. This one, I want to hear what you've got for the consensus. The consensus was, was not... Not as bad as maybe uh, I thought it might have been, to be honest. It's a 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Yep. 3,500 ratings. Mm-hmm. A 2.4 out of 5 on Letterboxd for 1,600 ratings. Um, 2.4 on Letterboxd isn't too bad. Look, yeah. Th- these aren't good scores, obviously. If you give something less than a 2.5 stars, you don't love the movie. Yeah. Um, but when you flick through the reviews on Letterboxd, man, they can it. Like, oh, I, I didn't read any of them. Did so, nah. I just, I just have, a, I always have a little bit of a skim, and like the first thirty that I saw were all like one and a half stars or less. Okay, um, so it didn't. So Rotten Tomatoes didn't have a consensus because it only had nine reviews. Okay, twenty two percent for the critics. Audience only had one hundred and sixty three ratings. Mm-hmm. I was at forty seven percent, so quite a bit higher than the critics. Yeah, still very rotten. It was a bit of a battle, wasn't it? Hmm. All right. What are your early thoughts on this then? If we're talking about battling. I must confess, this is the second time yeah. I've seen this film. I actually, when I used to work in media advertising, we did have some preview screenings for films that may have had um, theatrical release if we had to do the advertising campaign for them. And this fell under our remit for a little bit that never ended up eventuating. So I did watch it at a pre-screening there. And I actually preferred the second watch. Okay. Because um, I really wasn't looking forward to revisiting this one. Actually, when I saw it, it was called Ain't No Half Step. And so when I saw it on oh. the um, on our list of stepsisters, it didn't, didn't, ring, it didn't ring a bell. Um, but that said, like, yeah, it didn't do much for me. I think the acting is really ordinary. I think the chemistry is nearly just as bad. The film is insanely long, like 30 minutes too long. Like, it's just under two hours and it doesn't even need to be an hour and a half. So. Um, yeah, I, I can appreciate the the race discussions that they're trying to have, but there's no subtlety to them either. It's no, basically smack bang in your face what we're trying to say. What did you think? So we, when we were talking about the budget, I was trying to bite my tongue because you're like, you know, this fits really well with the horror genre. Oh. Like this, this was a horror to watch. <laughs> I was like, oh, I need to hold this out because this was bad. Yeah, it was. Bad. This was real bad. Like 
I'm so confused as to what the message they were trying to get across was. You know, I, oh, the characters didn't develop at all. And this has some of the worst lines of dialogue yeah. I've seen on screen. Not helped like, by the fact that the, the acting, like, literally feels like they're reading the lines half the time. I, in my notes, as I was watching this film, after... I think I had it about 10 times and I wrote, fuck me, fuck me, <laughs> fuck me. I couldn't, I just couldn't deal. I couldn't deal. So that's where I'm coming into this one. Um, we should let you know that we are going to plan on spoiling the film. So this is a spoiler alert. If um, Let's be honest. Like you probably don't want to watch this. So just, just listen to it. So just, <laughs> I was just going to say, if Jesse hasn't turned you off the film, we also need to say that this is absolutely not aimed at us. Um, I don't, oh yeah, yeah, sure. We are both. Yeah, yeah true. 30 year old males um, I don't think this this film is aimed at us so uh, if you think this film's up your up your alley uh, I plan on being a little bit more uh, objective than Jesse and, and talking through I'm some very things. objective no, I'm I'm just, I'll I'm give you reasons saying, why I don't like things no, I'm just saying that if you do want to watch it and then listen to us it's still we, I still I, I'm Jesse I'm going to make sure we have a very good discussion about this film good yeah of course because our fans want to hear it sure I'm sure they want to hear all about this film. So let's start off by informing them of these really well-developed. No, no, no. We're not lying characters. about it. I'm just oh, we're, we're not sorry, just, sorry. This is not just the shit canning, though. We're gonna we're no. gonna go through and, and talk about what worked and what didn't. Okay. Start with the characters. All right, with Jamila, this was probably one and, and yeah, this is probably one of the biggest issues with the film. Is it? So this is the main character. In fact, she's in ninety-five percent of the scenes. Yes, definitely. So this this film is all about Jamila. Um. And I don't think I ever really got to a point of liking her. Exactly. She, she's deliberately hard work early on um, because of the growth she was supposed to have. Um, but her arrogance just never really stopped bothering me. Yep. Um, she was selfish. She only wanted things for herself. And that's selfish. In the same... Yeah. Yeah, good. <laughs> find the word. Plus, this whole idea as well as being indecisive so she's selfish but doesn't know exactly what she wants there's nothing worse mm. in a, a character than them being i want this i want this but then not actually wanting it yeah and it comes out of that arrogance that yeah. mis- misplaced oh. arrogance i really didn't like her being so flirty um with kevin when she had a boyfriend and and we'd never really been set up that this boyfriend was a bad dude at that point no probably wasn't right for her and that's fair enough but she got real like flirty and almost cheaty really early on. Yeah, like straight away. We hadn't even been set up there having an issue as, as a couple. So I didn't like that at all. And that was at the point where I'm like, oh, yeah, I really don't like this character. Like full stop, I don't like her. So it uh, also, uh, I thought her acting was really, really poor. Um, as I said before, she was literally reading every single line that she had. Um, and there were times where she was supposed to be dropping like a really big line or providing some light humor with a line and she just misfired every single time. And it goes to your point as well that the the dialogue she was working with was was pretty ordinary. Yes. Um, but sometimes I was just like, oh, this is terribly jarring. Um, Couldn't so agree more. Not a great start from, no. from Jamila. So I had next, I had Dane, the, the boyfriend that you spoke of that she cheated on Dane, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, Dane. And... and this is really tricky with this movie because they've got... It's literally like white cast, black cast. Mm. And he's obviously typecast as this white guy who is accepting of black culture and, and, and black history and, you know, he makes a big deal about, I've got this understanding... Too far. Of, yeah, too like, far. So, for me, he's book smart, but he just... Sorry, when I say too far, I don't mean there's a too no, far. No, to yeah. the point where he's almost, like, racist towards white people. Yeah, and... Yeah, so to me, that's... He's book smart, but he's stupid. Yeah. I... He was he was a, a parody of a studious boyfriend who wishes he was black. Yep. Um, uh, I actually thought it was a decent performance by Matt McGorry. Yep. And I found him generally quite funny. Okay. I, it, I, whilst, so I didn't find anything in this. Film. No, I, I, I imagine we're going to get that. <laughs> yeah. Whilst we're talking about boyfriends, let's just go straight to Kevin, even though he probably isn't the next best character to talk to. Yep. But if if Dane was a parody of this studious boyfriend. Kevin was a parody of Mr. Perfect. This guy doesn't exist. Yeah. Real life. I, I, my, the words I had for Kevin was collateral damage. In what? Just in everything. He was collateral damage just to his sister, to his girlfriend. Just nothing. He, he was just there to make them 
look try and look good. Mm. I don't know. I probably maybe it's not the right, the right sort of no. term, but to me, it, oh, I don't know. I just couldn't deal with him. Didn't like him. No, likable guy. Really? It was like too far. That's yeah. the thing. It was. It was. It wasn't real. It's not like, real. It was and, a parody. And none of these characters to me were real. Mm, that's not a bad call, actually. Like it's not just him. It's like a lot of them. So the other one I had, which was this Dean Dean Berman, the, oh, yeah. the guy from the school. Like he was meant to be this stereotype, but he just was not funny. He was yeah. just he was meant to be an, he was an adult compared to the rest of them, I guess. Even though they all probably look similar sorts of sure. not that you know he's not that far off him, but he was just he was meant to be like this responsible adult, and he was just kind of gross. He's a dean, right? And he's like super respectable. He's obviously um, graduated from Harvard. Mm. This this guy is you know he's a mover and shaker, and he was just an idiot. Mm. <laughs> like, I can understand like trying to provide a bit of comic relief, but does it work with the dean? Like, maybe that's what makes maybe that's what's supposed to make it even funnier because oh the dean's like this or maybe um, that character didn't work either. Okay, have you got any others you want to talk about? I got three others. Jesse. Okay, go for it. Have you got them? Maybe. I got, so I got Beth. Yeah, I got Beth. Um, so for for a likable character who, in an ideal world, she's used and you're not going to find her funny, but she's used as comedy relief. Her role was way too big for that for that character. Yeah. So I I don't know who she is. I don't know what she studies. I don't know what her life is outside of the sorority. But she had like really important parts in in, in a lot of this film. She was the glue that held Jamila, Jamila to, to, to the to, calls, I guess. Yeah, with with everything. But when she gets introduced, she's just like, oh, she's just gonna pop up here and there and be funny. But no, she's the one that's buddy collecting the trophy at the end and. She's the one that's there all along, and she's the one that probably hurts the most when Jamila screws him over. But we don't we don't know anything about it. We don't flesh this Look, character out. This movie is two hours, and we only know anything about one character. And they were, like I'll talk about that later. But a lot of the issues I had was you've got this cast of characters around Jamila, and you don't like you know these one maybe one little thing about them, and it it doesn't go any further. Well, that's it. And you know what? And this brings me to Amber. Who was the um? Oh, I just one. had before you got to Amber. I just had Beth. Sorry, yeah. All I had for her was crazy hypo white girl. But that's yeah. and you know what? Fine yeah. for a comic relief pop up here and there. But she that's, was. But that's all I knew about her was that she's this crazy hypo girl. That's Which, it. Yeah. So that, that works. That, yeah. that works if you're doing yeah. just a pop up role. But no. she was too too important. Yep. And with with Amber, you mentioned about stereotypes. At the in the end of the day, Amber was the one with the white hair, uh, the peroxide hair. Amber's the one that works the at the tough strip joint. Correct. Yep. So she ended up just being a stereotype of this tough, almost like white trash kind of girl yeah. when she could have been so much more. Like they, they attempt to dig a little bit deeper into her story and her struggles when you find that she's working as a stripper and then they do nothing with it. It, it almost makes me feel like she's just there to show Jamila that white girls struggle too. And if that's the case, I really hope that I'm wrong. Like, I hope that's not what it was. Uh, why else do you have that scene? Why thing? else yeah. do you have that? Because you, that... That, you cut that because you don't go any further into many of the other characters and what they do outside of no. their No, and you don't even and... have a resolution on it. No, so like... why do you need to pick out of the... You know, they spend all this time with these hashtags and ats and all these characters. Why just pick this one to go with... Yeah, I'm... Such a yeah. shame. Yep. Because that could have gone somewhere. Could have. But you needed that. You either needed to spend the same amount of time on each of the characters, and it's a two-hour film, so there's no reason why they couldn't have had Absolutely one little scene not. for each of them, or yeah. you just cut that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yep. But maybe they're like, "Oh, this works really well," and it's like, "Yeah, it does," but it needs a bit more help. You got to talk about Danny. Yeah, I got Danny as well. So she annoyingly she floated really effortlessly through being like Queen Bee to just like a follower, and then from like a bitch to like a really nice girl, and the whole relationship with her brother. Never felt real. I guess it was supposed to be funny as well. It it's wasn't. Like, oh, I've got this black brother. Yeah. It's like, oh, what? Okay, cool. And she's like, you know, he's my best friend. I'd do anything for him. It's like, I didn't get that vibe at all from you. Like, you guys never even hung out. So. That, that's the issue. None of them are developed. <laughs> no, nah, none of them are. No. Nah. Yep, good. And the one that they try to develop isn't developed well and isn't likable. Chandra? No. Oh, Jamila. Jamila. Okay. I, I had issues with Chandra as well. Chandra, so Chandra is yeah. the one black girl in the in white the sorority, sorority. Yeah. and she's always put in these awkward situations because she's that one black girl in the group. Yeah, I don't know. I 
they could have used they c- her. They could have used her so well. As like, I'm the one person who doesn't see color. I'm the one yep. person who's doing what I want to do. Exactly. And they use her as, and what they call her, Black Barbie or yeah, something at the and, start. Yeah. And it's like, you know, she's being accepted by all these people. Like, why are we making this big deal about these yeah, two different sororities when you've got... She doesn't give a shit about what people think. And the people in the group don't give a shit about yeah, her. Yeah, exactly like, right. She's just one of them. She's there with them. At the end, they make her sort of stand on a pedestal because of what she's done when she sort of has that dig at Jamila. Yeah. Like, she stands on a pedestal. It's like, you know what? You could have been standing on this pedestal all along. But you, you, you're made into this this real bitchy sort of character. Have you got any other characters? No, I don't. We've, we've powered we, yeah. through like eight or nine there. Yeah, all right. The director, Charles Stone III. Mm, I don't know much. Don't know much? No. So this sort of relates back to my um my IMDb from yesterday. Okay. He directed Uncle Drew. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> so, so he directed Uncle Drew and he's done a lot of TV as well. Okay. I think he had 21 directing credits altogether. Okay. Including like an episode of Friday Night Lights. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so Uncle Drew, he directed Uncle Jeez, Drew. Friday Night Lights is so different to this. Yeah. All right. Should we talk about some scenes? Yeah, we should. I, I have... I... I've seen this film before. Yes. And I had I feel such feel. low expectations. Yeah. So there's a few things here that I didn't mind that when I was watching it, when I watched it the second time, I'm like, oh, it actually wasn't as bad the second time. Okay, so good. Fill us there'll in. be a I'm few looking, things looking here. Looking forward to it. Um, really early on, I laughed when Dane was tucking his napkin into his shirt when they were eating dinner. Wow, I didn't even... Okay, yeah, good, good pick so up. The, okay. parent, the parents came over <laughs> yeah, yeah. and they're all eating and he tucked his napkin in there. But again, I think because I already knew that character, so seeing that... Good white boy with manners. Good, all right. <laughs> what else? You're going to hate this one. Okay. This one, I actually, I, I still think is funny. When Jamila is teaching the SBBs uh, how to step initially, and she says to them, in order to create a beat, everyone has to be in sync. And then off to the side of the camera, and you hear it like really sincerely. One of the girls goes, "Like our periods." Yeah, I had that in the lines of dialogue. That was I. That pause, and you're like, "I know what they're gonna say here." You have to be so, in sync, like our periods. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was great. It was obvious. So to me, I didn't laugh. Oh, maybe I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> yep. Um, I kind of liked <laughs> Kevin's charisma. Like, as soon as he sort of cave in, despite him not being a real person, when he was in the timber yard, I know I didn't like the whole flirty stuff, but like everyone was kind of such a downer in this film. <laughs> what about the first? You see him organize the fridge for them with like oh, yeah. all their skinny drinks. <laughs> no, I think he organized the. I don't think he organized the contents. No, he organized the yeah, so yeah. the shelving. Yeah. <laughs> Still. But just when he was sitting there, I guess you're just what I needed. Like I kind of like everyone was so in such a sulky mood in that whole film, and he was kind of a breath of fresh air for me. <laughs> oh, very nice. Um, this this is my favorite scene in the film when um, Jamila gets the the male fraternity the, the, to to help out the guys in the purple outfits to yep. find their voice and gusto. This direct quote: "You need to make their ass hair stand up. Their ass hair. Their ass hair stand up." <laughs> I really good impersonation, liked, not bad. I really liked the way he just kept saying ass. Like, I thought it was really good. And then later on... I laughed more at that. Than not that. from the back of your throat, yeah. from the bottom of your ass! I thought that was really good too. Okay. There was a point during that scene, I was like, is this film turning me around? Do I, do I like How this How much film? do you remember from this film? Uh, like, you know, I did. I did remember quite okay, a bit. Yeah. I did remember also it being really long as well because like after they finished the charity step, there's still an hour to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a, the line from Dane when he says, black people can't be racist to white people. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Okay. Um, and then she says, don't ever say that again. But just like, you are such an idiot. <laughs> Perfect word for him, idiot. It's kind of funny that he actually went out when they actually said that line. Yeah, good. Um, I'm going to get a little bit more serious now. Uh, like a bit of seriousness. This, this film is trying to be about this full stop. Um, when Jamila tells Aisha that racists can't own things. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like that scene where she goes and says goodbye to Aisha and then she doesn't necessarily plan on figuring all that kind of stuff out, it just comes out in conversation. And when she says racists can't own things, it's like, yeah, absolutely not. Like, how can no one in this movie see that? So, yeah. As yeah, I said, nice. this stuff was really in your face. There was nothing sure subtle was. about it. And 
Call Me a Sucker, but I liked their final dance. Didn't like any other dancing or stepping scenes in the film, but I liked their final one. Similar to like at the end of Pitch Perfect and Bring It On when they come home and get it done. Those last couple of dancers dragged. They did. They did. Yeah. Whew. They played dragged. Really, All right. For a long time. Um, do I even have to ask you what you liked? Yeah, nothing. So okay. what did you like? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, my voice is getting tired, yeah. so I think uh, you've, you've got a big list. So I, I do... All right, I'm going to... A couple of things. So at the start, they mentioned Stomp the Ground, which is a film, obviously. And they go, Chris Brown dies. Where was the spoiler alert? You, you can't spoil another film in the opening Stop line. Stop the Yard or Stomp the Yard? Stomp the Yard, sorry, yeah, Stomp the Yard, yeah. How can, like, it just annoyed me that they spoiled <laughs> a film in the first few seconds of their own movie. Okay, yeah. So fair. to me, I was like, straight away, this movie's not going to go down well. Yeah, okay. Okay. Maybe they, maybe they really want the Stomp the Yard audience. So maybe they, well, they already know about they it. already know about it maybe if um, you haven't seen Stop the Yard don't waste your time with Steps. I'm not going to watch it. it I might have had that on my list to watch but I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to watch that now uh, I didn't know Chris Brown was an actor don't know either yeah. alright um, text messages on the screen I have issues with this yeah, in films you do and as soon as I saw that at the start I was like that's got me too annoyed me straight away I was disappointed you got bigger fish to fry than lazy than, than text messages that day oh I sure do don't worry uh, so I wrote 8 minutes in we had a white guy apologizing for his crimes against blacks. We had blacks who hated Michelle Obama. Oh, yeah. And we had a gay dean at the school. I was like, they have ticked, ticked every diversity box that they needed to for this film in the first eight minutes. Well, blacks that hate Michelle Obama, that's a small group. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going on what this film was saying. So to me, I was like, okay, you've ticked all the boxes now. Let's give us the movie. Okay. And... I started listing all the dialogue that I couldn't stand. Okay, this will be fun. So I've got a list here. This yep. is a list of dialogue that I was like, I did not like that line. Yep, yep, yep. So, Dane. This is in his text message. He goes, I am making the dopest dinner, my queen. You are my the ebony to my ivory. <laughs> Fleek. Like, and then he goes, your ancestors fought for your education. Honor their struggle. <laughs> so that's just a, a little bit of a, a, a sample of his dialogue including when he meets the dean he goes you're a brave soldier for intolerance <laughs> horrible horrible dialogue that should not be said out loud yeah yeah I, no I, I gave a Jam- lot of the stuff he says you're right Jamila still funny. when the parents rock up at the house isn't this a great surprise just like Pearl Harbor that wasn't the worst oh come on you, that, that's really sloppy writing. Yeah. Sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. Like, is that meant... Did you laugh? I think I did okay, a little right. bit on that one. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Play I it. thought it was not bad. Damn it. All right. Jamila's dad. We love Dane like a little rescue puppy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bloody hell. All right, maybe I'm just not... No, uh, no. I didn't like the film. <laughs> now you, you're doing a good job. Dean Berman, he talks about when he, him and his partner have sex outdoors. Mm. And then... He goes, home is where the Harvard is. Oh, I just came up with that one myself. Yeah, he didn't work for me. <laughs> Gross. Beth, I need, I used weed and Grand Theft Auto to calm me down. And then follow through. Are you going to come get white girl wasted with us? Like just all these little like yeah, lines that are gross. Danny. They're bad writing, but it's really bad delivery as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, they do it such a bad job. Bad way. Like Danny, she's referred to as the skimmy King Jong. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, and I was like, oh, not not quite nice. And he goes, oh, you know, I'm where's my own slice of Wonder Bread? And the, you know, I need a place where you know Libby could fly a Confederate flag because they make this joke about yeah, Libby yeah, being like yeah, from the yeah, south. And yeah. you know, Kevin, my brother Kevin, hasn't been this upset upset since they cancelled Star Trek Voyager. So you're annoyed that this is just sloppy like, writing. Sloppy. You're not, you're not, it's no, not offensive I'm, writing. Right? No, no, yeah, like, good, oh, good, good. no, no, because some of this stuff, this stuff can work in comedies, right? Yeah, like this, like you know, if they kept mentioning white people's Beckys. Like I get the what like they mentioned it multiple times. Yeah, like, as long as like if if you have a film with Jonah Hill talking about calling someone a skinny Kim Jong, yeah, like that that can he be del- probably can delivers see, it. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Yeah. You can see it as funny. Like it does work. It's not. I'm, I'm just checking that you're not like offended by this stuff because we've got such a PC world now with comedies and they need to have some. Um, stuff. Yeah, no, but I mean, as long as, I agree. Some, like, some it, of the writing does, is poor. Some yeah. of the delivery is poor. I get that. Maybe the writing and the delivery makes it offensive. Makes like, it more jarring. Makes it more jarring. Like, like, like yeah. you know, when Kevin, you know, Kevin's the reason that Jamila's broken up with her boyfriend and he goes, did you send your white Malcolm X packing? I'm like, mm. why compare Malcolm X, who's one of the, you know, the, the biggest standers up for civil rights to getting rid of a, you know, your white boyfriend. I was like, the comparisons don't work. Like, if you're going to make a joke about Malcolm X, you need to make it, like... like uh, To me, that that is offensive. Mm, okay. But he kind of is a bit like that, Dane. Like... Yeah. Oh, like, Jamila... Like, 
Yeah. Like Jamila even says, like at the end to Dane, she goes, don't worry, you're still my nigger. <laughs> and he's like, that's the best thing you could have ever said to me or something. Yeah, like that. that's not how people talk. No, it's definitely not it's how not people how people talk. talk. No, like, it's definitely and that's why these it's real tra- sitcomy kind of. They're not relatable at all. No, you're right. Um, and there was this little joke about you know you're the help, like as in the, mm. the movie the help. Mm. The help was like not so much the movie, just the also term, yeah the, the term, term yeah the term like you're the help like, and then they make reference to you know use the dean to prove how black you are, mm. like just the little things that just didn't sit right with me, and I guess that's why. I just couldn't feel this film. Yeah, yeah, no, um, you, you pretty much bang on. Like, a lot of those lines, and there were so many things in the film, I was like, oh, that didn't work. Mm. Not, not that I was ever offended by it, because, as, as I sort of said, I, I do I do hate the fact that comedy films are, I don't know, there's got to be some sort of license for us to have a laugh, and we can take mm. the piss at politics and Yeah, and definitely. And, but to, to, you... to an extent, like, none of them are overtly bad, but... But yeah. I agree. The writing is was generally sloppy. The delivery was just as bad, and that's a recipe for disaster. So you mentioned before that you know the sinking of the periods. I, I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like all those hashtag introductions with like you know the oh, the yeah. black Barbie and the. Tough I barely teams. wasn't. I honestly wasn't even like reading it. I like, literally paused and wrote down every hashtag uh, okay. just so I could look back at it. And I was like, I looked back and I was like, gross, really gross, yeah. really bad. Like. N- I guess maybe that was their attempt at developing these characters or giving the audience Absolutely. an idea about what they're about. And to me, a quick little flash with some text on the screen no, doesn't do that. Value, yeah. yeah. Uh, one scene that really annoyed me. Sorry, I'll get into... These are a couple of scenes now. Jamila rocks up at the sorority, gets her big PA mic out mm-hmm. and yells out, you know, everyone wake up, we're coming down to do some training. Then you know, your first dance and they all do this horrible like twerking and all these white girl dances. Yeah. And then she gets frustrated with it and she goes, oh, I think we better call it a night. That went way too long. <laughs> you just woke them up and now you're telling you're calling it. I was like, duh. I just, yeah. She also only got half of them to do it. She's like, all right, split in half. You guys dance. I want to see what I'm working with. And then she never got the other half to do it. No. Anyway. I thought the scene with Jamila and Kevin building that stage was awkward as. So they went to the ah, timber yeah, store yeah. and then it's like, well, they like, and then he's like holding her awkwardly. Yeah, like, yeah. She still had the boyfriend. I know. The stage. whole time she just had the boyfriend. Um, then they have this dialogue where, you know, he's, they they quote their emails or like they pretend that these these joke emails about, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, two big balls at forreal.com. Yeah, yeah, that didn't work. And then she, her reply is two micro balls at in your dreams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, no, I agree. That was bad. I didn't like, again, there's a scene where she's in bed and she's texting and all the texts are coming in on the screen. I was thinking she, that you wouldn't like that. And she text, ends up texting her boyfriend the, the message she's sending yeah. to... And then the dean's texting. Everyone's just messaging. And then, and then the boyfriend thinks that they're role playing. Yeah, but you know what that did? It did make you feel make you feel flustered. So they, they did yeah, that right. So. You like those guys in the purple suits that came in with their yeah, their training. I didn't mind it, but I didn't like when they're like getting to yell. And he's like, you know, yell chicken tenders, oh, yell yeah. honey boo boo, <laughs> chicken tenders, Hello Kitty. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I did like it when they said from the bottom of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> didn't like the the story about Amber being a stripper. I just thought that wasn't needed. We spoke about that. Could have been. Could have been great. And didn't like the zombie rave. You know. <laughs> take, was weird, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was weird. Especially I know, when the they kiss... Sh- yeah. They showed her earlier, obviously, reading the Walking yeah, yeah. Dead comic. And, and they, But they show her watching the monster movie at yeah. home as well. And which is cool. I, I like that she's like a monster fan. Yeah. And the last thing I didn't like was <laughs> where she runs to Kevin's house and is bucketing down rain. <laughs> like, of course it's raining and... And he literally just says, I'll oh, go find some footballer. And then two that seconds later, so he just runs out. He's like, brand? like <laughs> you haven't set this guy up to say that at all. He's nah. like the most happy-go-lucky guy. He'd probably just jump down and be like, yay. Yeah. Um, I had an issue with the rain in that scene. I got, too heavy? Uh, no, it no. was too, too <laughs> fake. Like, you know, when he comes down, he's not even wet. wet. <laughs> like, I'm all for a scene with rain. I love what rain can represent in a film. Yep. Um... I love water as well. Water's yeah, great and, but yeah. this this is just like they got iMovie and clicked the rain feature, and, and there it is. And then they didn't make him wet. Right. Like ugh, that was terrible. Is there, sorry, I've probably gone through half the film there. Is there anything that it, you didn't there's like? actually quite a few oh, scenes God, that good. I that I had that you didn't? Oh, good. Phyllis, we're gonna. You don't need to watch this movie, people. You just listen to us rant. The opening dance scene, and then that first conversation they have about their sorority with um, Beth. So Beth comes across. Yep. was just um, no chemistry. No chemistry between anyone in that scene. And that exact same main three people 
have the exact same conversation when they're running and she steps in the dog poo. This seriously, yep. it's yeah, seriously true. like this is the first take. We just want to get the lines out, and it was just woeful. And they just like, yep, cool. That's we got it. No worries. The next scene, like it was so bad. No chemistry in those dialogue scene at all. Um, and then right after that scene, she's like, "All right, well, we should keep running, or our Fitbits will be judging us." Like, yeah, oh, yeah. And this, again, it's I had like, to cut my list down. You know, head, she's <laughs> like, "My line is this. I need to. I need to read Repeat this line." It, yeah. Like, it was just terrible. Um, when the girl from the I can't remember Theta Beta whatever the black sorority was. Yep. When she goes, somebody tweeted SBB stands for Skanky Broody Broads. Yeah. It was me, and they all start laughing. I was like, "Oh, who's this film aimed at?" Because it's not, not like funny, unless no. it's like an eight-year-old girl. <laughs> um, kind of. Whilst I didn't mind the bar scene when they're all sort of saying good things about each other, and this is why we we put you in our yep. um, sorority. They have no shot of winning that thing. So for her to try and pump them up by saying you can win a hundred grand by doing this, it's like no, you can't. Like. These people have been doing this for a long time and you're trying to expect like, you know what, we can win it when we just got completely embarrassed. Not to mention, a hundred grand. It's a lot of money. That up? Wow. It was at the United Airlines Center, I think. Yeah, the yeah big it was. setup, yeah. yeah. In Chicago. Yeah. Um, the rain scene with Kevin. <laughs> the rain. Um, and then <laughs> at the final, uh, the Steptacular, the guy on the microphone says, and that is how they make the Steptacular every single year. Do you have to make the Steptacular or do you just have to register? Because how these the hell guys, did the SBBs yeah. make it <laughs> this, These guys just got straight yeah, in, they? they? just like ours. <laughs> and the final thing I hated was the SBBs are really going to drop that koala shit because that just doesn't work when you're trying to rap or dance nah. or sing and go, koala! <laughs> and that, that announcer at the thing, I think he said like, you know, oh, here come our white girls yeah. with a chocolate twist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's that's all I've got. Like there was so, a lot of, I think we've yeah. Wow, we actually have. I just looked. At yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> no, no concerns there. So, what's this movie trying to say? What are some themes in this? Well, that's uh, it's kind of about race equality and what belongs to whom and why things shouldn't belong to races and blurring the lines between black and white. But I think everything they're trying to say, they literally probably say in a line of dialogue at some point. And I feel like when you're trying to do a mess, they've stopped. They've stuffed it up. <laughs> They could have had this really meaningful film that did it properly, but they, to me, they totally failed. Yeah, and I, agree. I, I didn't even put that down as a theme because to me it just wasn't a theme. It was just barking at your face. It was, yeah, it was part of the part of the plot, really. Yep. Um, it wasn't. There wasn't underlying at all. There wasn't any. No, it wasn't. No. Oh, look, it was very explicit. No. There was no implicity about it whatsoever. The other thing is obviously being true to yourself and yep. figuring out what you want to do with your life and not not what you think you should be doing, which is obviously how Jamila led her life initially. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, you know, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself and I'm so excited. I've never thought like that before. Yep. Again, it's very the same, very similar to what you just said. Yeah, trying to, they're trying to build, like show that you, you can build your own legacy, but they didn't really do a good job with the parents in doing that either. Mm. Cause it was like, you know, the parents are happy to put her down and then they're just happy at the end. She actually did what she wanted. So we're happy to promote you to Harvard now. Yeah. Like, I don't I, want yeah. to go to Harvard. Yeah. What? Yeah. Now I guess, Jamila had this high standard as well. She had this. She always wanted to do everything, you know, with perfection almost. And um, I guess they sort of tried to show this too, where towards the end she's driving off back to wherever she's Philadelphia. I think she's going, and then the really bad Siri does the voice read text in the car, and it was like hashtag weak people quit or something. Oh, yeah. So it's like you know she had to be like, no, I'm not weak. I've got strong standards. I need to go back. And this is also after she had that conversation with Aisha, though, where she realized, like, races yeah. can't own things. And... But then she did get in the car to go. No, I know, but there was a combination <laughs> yeah. of everything. It wasn't just the hashtag that got her to turn around. I would have rather just had that conversation and stayed there and yeah, turn yeah, around, rather than get in the car. Uh, I get, yeah, she's trying to share this culture and awareness of culture as well. And teamwork, too. Like, they tried to pump this up, like, you know, you work as a team, you're going to do well through, you know, your community service. There's no better feeling than helping those in need. That was, again, that was quite um, explicit, but when she was basically just like, you guys just like never work as a team. You always yeah. talk shit about each other. And when they finally did, then it's a pretty good dance at the end. Yeah. But had two, ah! two movies in a row where the results have been rigged in a competition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday we did yeah. our Polka King and the results were rigged in the pageant. And then today the... This... That kind of bothered me as well. Like, there was, was there anything about um, Aisha who would have been like, 
we never saw any part of her character that would have been like, you know what? No, they should have won. And secondly, as if the guy's like, hey, we rigged the score so they wouldn't win. Yeah, we rigged it because we want to keep stomping to us. Yeah. Like, or stepping, stomping, stepping, I don't stepping. know, whatever. Yeah, stomp the yard or, yeah. All right, what do we take from this film? Um, yeah, it just really didn't work. And I, I don't know who this film is for. Because yep. some of the attempted humor might appeal to like a really young female audience. But then the, they sort of discuss some... Just more the content than anything else. It probably there's a lot of drinking. There's a lot of you know sexual references. Sex, yeah. yeah, definitely. So I don't know who who watches this film. Um, it's probably a good thing that it never released theatrically because it would have bombed at the box office. I reckon. I'd say so too. In Australia, in particular, anyway. Like I, I yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah, like, it did yeah. have it a bit of an because it's obviously the, got the college, the Greek system, yeah. and all that kind of lifestyle that we're not yeah au okay with in yeah. Australia. Yeah, I, the dialogue in this to me was as I probably ranted a little bit before, that, that probably threw me the most. Yeah, it seemed to. Yeah. IMDb. Did you jump on IMDb to check anyone out in this film? I did. Um, I, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I think it's Mark Richardson. Yep. Mark you or Mark Richardson, who plays Kevin. He's really familiar. Really familiar face. Um, he's in 11 episodes of True Blood. Yeah. And I, I was, I'm a big fan of True Blood. So I have to think that's where I've seen him from. I don't necessarily remember the character or him being in True Blood, but I think that's why I recognise him. Other than that, he was in one episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. These are just things that I would have seen him in. But I think it must be True Blood that I recognise him. Really familiar face. Cool. You? I didn't use IMDb, but I googled the band The Cars because there was this big connection throughout about Kevin's favourite bands, The Cars. I guess what I needed. Yeah. So I knew they, they got one song I actually knew, which was Drive. Don't you know Just What I Needed? I listened to that as well. I was like, nah, oh. don't, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. It's a good song. I listened to a couple of songs and I was like, yep, I know Drive and that was about it. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I'm the bear, but Naturi Norton, who is a fan, who I'm a fan of, plays Aisha and she's yep. terrible in this film. Yeah. She is in Fame, the, the, remake, the remake of Fame, from, I was probably like 10 years ago now. Yeah. She has a killer singing voice, which they, she showcases a little bit in this film. Yeah. She has got an awesome yeah, singing good. voice. All right. Have you got any questions you want to ask? I've got a couple. Yeah. It's about the film, you know, living inside the film. Why is everyone so annoyed that they gave white people stepping, but the black fraternity who helped them out, no one seemed to care that they were helping them out, and True. they didn't seem the to guys care. In the purple they were just like, yeah, we'll help these girls. So why didn't they care? Everyone else good question. Very good question. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I, I I had a similar sort of thing. I was like, you know, did the multiple mentions of this, you know, stealing from the black culture like make you feel a little bit awkward at times? Because mm. I was like, why can't everyone just get along? Isn't yeah. that the idea? Is that you want everyone to get along, everyone yeah. to share and and be a community? And you, you all go to the same college. Why can't we all just get along? Mm. Like, why do we still need these lines that apparently like exist? Especially that race lines. Yeah. yeah like, like yeah. I for a movie that came out in 2018, I thought that you know you'd try to promote more of a, a community that is more well know, that's gets I, yeah it, it, it's it's badly timed but i guess it's almost saying that these issues you know whether they're as prevalent and obvious as they are in the film they still do exist yeah. especially with our young people which you know we've all been brought up in a world now where racism is absurd and, and you know no one can control yeah. Like, it's, it's funny. Like, you, you can't control what race you are. I was, I was watching Big Mouth the other day, and there's a line where the hormone monster's talking about gay people. He's like, oh, being gay is a choice. Let him make that choice. Like, it's a, obviously just a massive joke. Like, we think about, like, gay... Uh, sorry. Um, oh, I've just gone completely... What's the word if you don't like gay people? Homophobics. Homophobics and racist people. If you've grown up in, in the last 30 years... There's no way that you should think those things are all right because we, we we learn in our society how wrong, wrong and ridiculous yeah. those things are. And I think, in, in a sense, whilst this is an explicit way of telling it, these issues still exist. And it's almost like saying, how stupid is this? Maybe everything that you thought stupid about the film is exactly what you're supposed to think because you're supposed to be like, this doesn't make sense. It's like, no, it doesn't. So people need to get on board. Maybe. I think I'm giving them a bit, a bit, bit of credit Giving them a lot of credit. I, I like this idea that, you know... There is no such thing as race because there's only one race and that's humanity. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't matter. Everyone, everyone, we're all human. So this this type of behavior shouldn't exist because we should all just be like, yeah, we're human. So let's do things together yeah. rather than be like, yeah. I think that's yeah. kind of what he was probably trying to say. But then I guess your argument is, is you don't even need to make a film about it in the first place. No. Yeah. 
And if that is what they were trying to say, they didn't do a very good job. Yeah, yeah. no, they didn't do a very good job with a lot of things. Um, do you think that Jamila is a persistent woman or is she overly ambitious and willing to cut corners to achieve her goals? I, I think... I she's, think she's persistent. Yeah, she's definitely persistent. And I think she was cutting corners. She was trying to take the easy way out by saying, hey, I'm the, not... The I'm Harvard not, thing. Like, yeah, yeah, like, surely the most important thing as a kid is to be like, my parents have gone to Harvard. I want them to endorse me. Mm. So what do I need to do with my family to prove to them that I'm worthy to for that endorsement? Not- so that's interesting, though, because the reason that she didn't get that grade point average was because she had so much focus on the sorority, wasn't it? Mm. That she's president and she's doing all this other stuff and the stepping. So if that's important to her, then why would she try and change who she is because her parents want a certain thing from her? So it's almost noble in a sense that she was did was right. But then the the Dean thing was the Dean thing was a cop out. It was a massive cop out. It's a yeah. Massive cop out. Yeah. And I, almost yeah. No, I guess she was so ambitious that she was just I'd do anything. But it's kind of noble in the sense that because it's a yeah, it's a, it's not like she was like a drop kick and her parents like you're not good enough yeah. to get to Harvard and she's like well this is my other way in to catch twenty two a little bit yeah. yeah. All right. Are we ready to wrap this up? I wanted to ask. Oh, good, this, good. This doesn't actually work as well because I didn't think you'd hate this film as much as you do. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I, I've, I've got my own answer here as well, but um, why? what's the difference between this and Pitch Perfect or Bring It On from a commercially successful standpoint? It's a good question. Um, to me, So I watched Pitch the first two Pitch Perfects quite recently. And it amazed me that Pitch Perfect 2 is the highest group grossing musical comedy film of all time. It overtook um, Jack Black's School of Rock oh, yeah. as the highest grossing film. And to me, I don't understand why. Maybe it's because there was that sort of Glee um, build up at that time where Glee was you know, one of the biggest shows on TV. People really liked the idea of like you know popular songs being reworked a little bit, remixed put on the put on tv and then it's like i've got this opportunity to go to the movies hear songs that are current as well as songs that are classics that are remade with characters that i can relate to a little bit yep and go from there well you hit the nail on the head there with the fact that it's songs songs whereas yep. this is stepping dancing like because you can imagine this being pitched as like a bring it on or a pitch perfect yep pitch being the operative word and it's like okay that's cool but like even cheerleading to an extent is known Yep. And people, obviously, people who watch sport will see cheerleading all the time, but cheerleading obviously exists in its own field. Whereas stepping, and I'm showing my ignorance here, but probably just doesn't have the, the same you know, mass appeal. Or I, I didn't even know what it was until until this. It's like a hardcore hardcore tap dancing. <laughs> well, I, I try to, like, I think back to when I was like a teenager, mm. and I, I have memories. I saw Honey. Which yep. starred Jessica, Jessica Alba. Alba. Yep. I saw that at the cinemas. I was about two thousand and three, I reckon. Sure. Ballpark guess. Yeah. And I have memory. I haven't watched it since, but I have memories in my head. I enjoyed it. Mm. And I have no background in the dance culture or anything like that. But I, I enjoyed that. And I don't know whether that's because Jessica Alba's a star, and I relate to that more. And like maybe she I don't... wasn't though. Not then. That was her star. Was that her star? Yeah. Hmm. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I have memories of enjoying that film, yeah, and yeah. I haven't gone and the connection to that too is I bought the CD after that too yeah. and the music in that to me stood out so maybe that's what this is missing is yeah. music that if they had been dancing to songs that I could have connected yeah, with and you I mean. maybe it would have been a because you're bang on about Pitch Perfect yeah. you, you hear half the songs before you even see the film you hear these cool acapella versions mm. of songs and you're like that's just really cool and mm. then they're like well I better see the film and then the characters are characters are pretty funny and and there's a little bit more to the characters than there are in this film too definitely Anna Kendrick for example is I think I said in our trailer episode, one of my favorite actresses, girl can act. So yep. that helps carry a film too. Hmm. All right. I want to hear, are we nearly at the time to do ratings? Sorry. Yeah. I want to hear your rating first. Yeah. Are you sure you want to hear my rating? So we do a rating out of five for every single film. Uh, we combine our scores and we get our average rating. Yes. And we do. I would like to hear Jesse's rating. Okay. I'm ready. Sorry. I think you probably worked out. I struggled. Yeah. I struggled massively with this. Pardon the pun, but this was the biggest misstep by Netflix in a while. Ha ha. <laughs> Sorry, I laugh at my own jokes. Um, <laughs> I, I couldn't connect with any of the characters because I don't think any of them developed into good people. And to me, 
I like a film when I see a character that actually changes, has some sort of structure of building going forward. And that didn't happen to me. So um, if you want a good fraternity film, I'd check out a Netflix film called Burning Sands, which we've covered on this show before. They actually say the words Burning Sands in this show. They do it right at the start, jumping across the Burning Sands. So I'd, I'd highly recommend go back, listen to our episode on that, watch the film. I think I like that a lot more than others did, on our show. Yeah. But um, I thought that sucked. was... A- I thought that was a much better film than this one. I'm giving this half a star out of five. I was going to say, if you want to see good fraternity films, there's tons out there. They're <laughs> so all we're comedies. Keeping it Netflix. <laughs> anyway, half star. MJ, um, fill us in. I didn't like Burning Sands for what it's worth. Yep, sorry. Yeah, this is a tough watch. The acting is poor and the chemistry is just as bad. Mm-hmm. The only characters, probably character with depth, is largely unlikable. And the others are just stereotypical parodies. Despite the odd laugh and the odd resonant line of dialogue, the film was far too long for what it actually was. Didn't come on. One and a half stars. One and a half. All right. So that gives us an average of one on this show. About where it should sit. I yeah, think I think so. Yeah, I think so. So question. This is close to a one for me. <laughs> this is very close to a one. Yeah, well, I was trying to get it up to one and I was like, I can't, I can't. No, I get that, I, I get that. I looked at other films that we've done in this show that I gave a one and I was like, this is worse. This is not, not, quite there. not quite there. <laughs> You've given a zero before I have well. given a zero, so, so this is not, not my worst film. Um, all right, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Question today is, do you identify with any of these characters? Because I feel if, I you, if, you, if you, someone does identify with a character on here, you may like this more than we do. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So if you do identify with anyone, let us know. Um, you know what? People that would identify would identify with certain components of the character. The character, yeah. Not, I don't think not you, 100%. You, you couldn't. You just couldn't. Yep. So we're back again tomorrow. We are. What have we got? To, I don't even know what we're tomorrow. Oh, good. Like Excitement. So we're into the 2018s, which is exciting. We and already were. Today was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm just continuing that excitement. Sorry, sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. <laughs> good. It's a horror film. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hopefully um, not as horrific as this film that we've watched today. <laughs> <laughs> the film is called The Open House. It's, oh, yeah, I remember looking yeah. at this one. This is a really cool title. Yeah, it's directed by Matt Angel. It stars Suzanne Coote. Sorry. It's directed by two people. It's directed by Matt Angel and Suzanne Coote. Okay. So joint, joint direction. Does she star in it as well? No. Okay. It stars Dylan Minetti oh, Dylan from, Minette. Yeah. from 13 Reasons Why. Yep, Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Um, it stars Piercy Dalton, Sharif Atkins, Patricia Bethune, and Aaron Abrams. Mm. So that's what we're looking at tomorrow. Cool. Horror film in the middle of Christmas. Yeah, I'm all This could be a chance to have like a, a Christmas decoration in a house somewhere. Oh, okay. For, for our film. bed, for our Christmas yeah, bed. It's got to be in December. Like the film needs to be... Based. It doesn't have to be. That could be January and they haven't put their decorations down. Okay. Sorry, I'm just picking at straws because I'm getting worried. Yeah, I'm getting really worried. What did, what, would, what did we wager? Do we wager? Don't know. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll think of something. We'll yeah. think. We'll see how we go. So, good chat again. It was a good chat. We're glad we punched out nearly an hour on stepsisters. Really? Oh wow, that's sad. So, <laughs> well, we'll be back again tomorrow for another hour of uh, awesomeness. Yes, thank awesome. you. And, yeah, um, I will see you then. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.